0: to the recap, where we gather together and we have a conversation about um, our worship experiences from this past week, and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the message. But before we get started, uh, we're just going to kind of talk for a few moments about maybe just things going on. And one of the biggest things that I just wanted to know is, Daryl, how does it feel that your
1: Braves won the World Series? The World Series. Come on, (laughs) Champions. Come on, Freeman. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I see you. Yeah, sign that boy. Come on. Sign, sign him, him now. Don't, sign let, him. don't let him go. Don't let him <laughs> don't go. Let we him go. we need him. We need him. Yeah. Man, it I I was part of the first one. I mean, Karen and I just got married and I remember waking her up screaming <laughs> when David Justice hit that home <laughs> yes. run. And uh I hate to say this because now I'm fifty six and <laughs> when we were up six nothing, I went to bed. <laughs> I didn't even watch it all, man. I I caught the highlights in the morning on ESPN.
0: (laughs) But they're world champions. But they're world champions. And
2: I've got some gear in the mail, so it's coming. Yeah, me too. I got some gear. I I bought me a Freeman's jersey. Come on. And then I had to get me some Yeezys to go with it. Y'all know I got a problem, so just pray for me. But, yeah, I had to get me an outfit to go with it, man. That was just an amazing, amazing feeling to see my team. And I'm not, I, I ain't gonna I'm not gonna even act like I'm a huge, you know what I'm saying, MLB fan. I like it when the postseason comes, but the Braves has always been my team. Yeah, you know?
1: And you lived in the ATL. I, I
2: did. I lived yeah. in the ATL. So, you know, it was just a good feeling, man. It was a good feeling. I didn't go to sleep. I stayed up and I was screaming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you texted me and I did. I, I, I was did, sleeping. <laughs> I, I
2: texted you. Yeah, I did.
0: Now my next question is. Um, obviously, we don't really have a lot to talk about Florida football. There's not a lot of conversation going on there. Um, oh, no, nothing positive <laughs> really to really yeah. just say. Move on. Move U-K-L-A. on. <laughs> but how do you, like, in, <laughs> all, sir- Man, in all seriousness, we have um, Alabama and Georgia. Right. I feel like are like head and shoulders above everybody. Right. What, what so, do we think the college football playoff looks like at the end of the day? Wow. So,
1: The playoffs, not actually just SEC. Not Uh,
0: SEC. I'm going to be honest. Like, we can say the college football, but, like, this year, I don't think there's a whole lot of conversation outside of the SEC based off what we've seen.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, if I had to pick right now, I think Alabama beats Georgia. And and I know all the Georgia fans are going to be like, (laughs) ah, you know, but (laughs) – I just don't think they have the offense I don't either. to win that game. I hope they do, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sick and tired of Nick Satan. Me too. Uh, not Saban, <laughs> but Satan. Satan. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they win all the time. All the time. Yeah, but y- you got to tip your hat, because yeah. that's impressive year after year after year. Yeah, those sustainability. Guys get, it's, it's just amazing. keep winning. No, yeah, man. So, honestly, I think whoever wins that game wins the championship. Me too. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely Absolutely. think
2: that Georgia and Alabama will see each other in the SEC championship. I think Alabama will win. And Georgia might get back in. Yeah, they may play get back again. in and play again. I, that's I, their think, only I think that's the most likely situation. Yeah. yeah. And, and right if it's now. a close game. They'll get back good in, ha- yes. and then they'll probably Absolutely. end up seeing each other in, in the national championship. But at the same time, I I, I just think, I think it's Alabama's because, you know, as good as Georgia is playing – And kudos to them, kudos to the coaching staff. You're doing a great job. I just don't see them out coaching. In in those big games, coaching is everything. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I agree. Yeah.
0: So we'll jump into this past weekend where we kicked off week one of our new series, Unique. And we really just talked about how we are made in the mirror image of God. Um, That just puts a smile on my face. Like it makes me feel special knowing uh, we talked about Psalm 139 where like, God's thoughts about us are so vast. Daryl, you said that there's seven quintillion grains of sand on the earth. Um,
1: that's 18 zeros. Mm-hmm.
0: He, and God he, didn't them he didn't count He, them, no. he <laughs> didn't count <all laughs> of them, no. He didn't count them all, no.
1: I'm just going to take that article as uh, <laughs> the gospel. The gospel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. I mean, have you ever stood on the beach? Yeah.
0: Mm. And right. God's, God's thoughts about us are like that. Yeah. And, and that's amazing. When you take
1: the amount of people who are alive, And you divide that by the number of grains of sand They believe one billion thoughts about per person. Mm. Wow. Gee, man. That's
0: that's, that's (laughs) absolutely...
1: I mean, that's mind-blowing. It is. It is.
0: And and it's every single person. Yes. Like how big God is and how... It's just absolutely incredible. And we're made in that mirror image. Yeah. Made in that mirror image. So we had three points that we discussed this past weekend where it says you have to change where you look. You have to change where you look.
1: Yeah, and I think that's um, incredibly important um, when you are uh, trying to figure out what is my identity. Yeah. Uh, because if we find our identity in anything outside of Christ, then we are building a foundation on sinking sand. There you yeah. go. And so it's really important where we look Um, you know, and I talked about Sunday, if we look in, we'll begin to trust our feelings and our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but like I said on Sunday, my emotions, my feelings have gotten me in trouble. Big (laughs) trouble.
0: Yeah. Big trouble. Well, the last two (laughs) years, we've had a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings going on in life. And so
1: usually my emotions lead to bad thoughts.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, or, or wrong thinking, or it leads me down a path that. Seems right, but then in the end, it's not.
2: Yeah, you know. I mean, I think I think when you're when you're trying to uh, find who you are, and you uh, you have to change the way you where you look, I think the first place you should look is what's around you, because a lot of times I feel like a lot of people. I'll speak to myself when I was battling these things. I had to kind of check who was around me because if you're not around life you you know you know what I mean you Absolutely. you have to be around people who are like minded yeah. and a lot and a lot of times that's the reason why people uh you know they 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 struggle with their identity they struggle with with knowing or or believing what God who God made them to be because of what's around them. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you're around sinking sand, you're going to sink. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I think that's a, that's a very key place to look. Just, just look around you. And, yeah. and sometimes you have to, that's changing where you look. Sometimes you have yeah. to change the people around you yeah. in yeah. order yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So.
1: I think that's a great, great point. Um, you know, uh, looking in could be a bad thing. It could be a good thing, too, because we know that as Christians, the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of us. And so if we allow the Holy Spirit in us to control our feelings, to control our emotions, then we're good. If we look at what's around us, like Jeremy said, um, that can be good or bad. Yeah. Um, you know, my pastor used to always tell me, Daryl, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. Or, you know, Hey, if, if you hang out with dogs, you're going to get <laughs> and and, I I mean, the flock together. I mean, yeah. and so that has always stuck with me. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's important who we surround ourselves with.
0: One of the, one of the quotes you had this past weekend was when we allow our feelings to control, they become our master and we create a fake identity. And that's just so, that was just so good.
1: Yeah, and then I tried to bust the teenagers. (laughs) And I got the whole, um, the fake, the whole fake, um, I, I called it a Fista. Instead of a Fiska, Fiska, <laughs> yeah, 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 your kids—they're so going on you. They're up. going, ha! <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about, preacher. <laughs> I, I could hear Abby over here babbling, yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm like, what is she
0: saying? Hey, but at least, know. but at least you're aware of it. Yeah, at least you're because there's yeah. a. In all honesty, you may have said it wrong, yeah. but I know for a fact there were parents in the room who needed to hear about it. Absolutely,
2: yeah, absolutely. And the fact that you said it wrong made people t- pay attention to what you said. <laughs> <laughs> The parents went home, they're Googling, yeah, and like, well, I can't find, I it. find it. Well, does somebody I can't, I can't <laughs> find a Fisker.
0: <laughs> does somebody ever say something with such confidence that you question how you say it yourself? Hey,
2: oh, my God, <laughs> all the time. That's why they say it wrong, but they say it with confidence. He's like, well, have I been saying it wrong <laughs> all the
1: time? But it was in my, it was in my notes, man. Um, I even spelled it wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the second point you had this past weekend was you have to take every wrong thought captive. That, I don't know, it's a great, it sounds easy. Yeah. It sounds super easy. How how do you do that?
1: I think the only way that's possible is if we are spending time with God and God's Word. Yeah. Mm. Because if not, then our wrong thoughts will take us captive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but if we are spending time with God and God's people and we're living in community and we're serving, we're being part of the body of Christ. And I I didn't even get into any of that on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're living in community and you're spending time with God in God's word, uh, to me now you're living in a way that the spirit within you, right, is more alive than the flesh inside of you. And so now your spirit is leading versus yeah. your flesh is leading and so you're like, Man, I know that's a wrong thought. Right. I yeah. know that's a bad thought. Like I, I can't stay there. I've got to take that thought captive.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I I agree. I think it's the word of God. And it's kinda like when you see a person out there trying to catch something, you have to use a weapon to catch it or or some kind of catching device. Yeah. I believe that's what the word of God is in those in those moments when you you have to take those wrong thoughts captive you if you don't have anything to catch it with mm. mm-hmm. then it's going to take over you it's going to and and it's going to create that fake identity Absolutely. but if you have the word of God the word of God is is, is your weapon yeah. it's your soul it's living it's, it's, your active. Yeah, it's active yeah so if you have that to fight off that then you can you can take those those thoughts captive and you can you can win yeah. you can overcome those moments so yeah I agree the word of God is the key.
0: Well, in that, having that weapon, uh, we looked at James 4, 7 this past weekend. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If you don't have a weapon, it's hard to resist. Exactly. If you don't have that weapon, you are a captive exactly. to whatever it is. If you're not fighting, right, you're With losing. no submission? Yeah.
1: It goes back to being submitted to God. And yeah. you hear Christians all the time. Leave that first part out when they're quoting scripture. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. resist the devil, and he will flee from me. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, no. There's a reason
0: it's it's ordered the way that yeah. it is.
1: Right, and so I, I think that's a great point, Jeremy. Um, that y- you have to have the right weapon, yeah. and, and because I've been fishing with Larry, <laughs> 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 I, I don't want to call his last name out, <laughs> Hubbard. <laughs> And he's catching fish and I'm not. And I'm not a fisherman. Yeah. So I know he's giving me a, a bad pole. <laughs> he's not giving me the right stuff. Well, and he's
0: probably casting on the other side of the boat right. from you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so he's giving me the wrong tool, the wrong weapon. Larry. <laughs> so if you're watching, Larry, I love you, buddy.
0: <laughs> so the last thing we discussed was speaking life over yourself. Because we have to we have to change where we look. Um, we have to take our thoughts captive, but we also, in essence, have to preach to ourselves. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves of what God has to say.
2: Yeah, I think speaking life over yourself is key to being a believer. It's key yeah. um, because God could have all of the wonderful thoughts about you, and we read it in the word of God. But if you don't believe it, yeah, then it's nothing. It, it can't activate if you don't believe it. So I believe that you have to constantly speak. My wife is so good at that. Mm-hmm. She's sp- speaking life over our family, speaking life over our children. She, Man, she gets oil and anoint my pillow sometimes <laughs> and speak life. I get up and it's, I'm wet and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Fish grease on my uh, pillow, <laughs> but it's you got you have to be very intentional about that, yeah. and it's important. Just as you said, not to tell what you know. Maybe you want to say it, but uh, just like you said, you putting those notes on your on 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 your mirror. So when yeah. you wake up in the morning, you go brush your teeth. It's just that affirmation. You just yeah. all you're always seeing it, and you and it's it's always putting you in a position to speak life, good things, prosperous things over your life. And yeah. those are that is another key i believe to just winning in identity
1: because the bible says in proverbs i think it's chapter 23 and i'm going old school the whole kjv you know (laughs) as a man thinks so he is Uh yeah you know and so as we think and believe in what we see in the mirror yeah that's what we become we become the lie the enemy wants to sell us and absolutely and if we're not speaking life over ourselves um and we we can find ourselves in trouble yes, yeah because it's great when you have a wife and yeah. you have people yeah. you have you know your tribe mm-hmm. that is going to speak life over you but some man you sometimes you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> yeah because they, they they don't know what you're going through mm-hmm. sometimes like you mm-hmm. may right. have had a really big ugly fight with your wife mm-hmm. the night before and some things were said, some things were thrown out there, and all of a sudden you wake up and look in the mirror, and maybe, you know, life wasn't spoken over you, but maybe death was. Mm. Yeah. You know, and... Mm-hmm. Um, now you look in the mirror, and that's what you believe. Right, absolutely. So you, you have to wake up every day and just speak life to yourself. Intentious. That's not who I am. Yeah, that's not who I am. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah, the Bi- the Bible full of so many different things that God says about us right. that He we were reminded of, and that for me, that's one of the things that I, I love to do is. Um, I know them, but I want to keep them in front of myself. Yes. Like, I know my routine on a daily basis. I'm going to wake up, I'm going to brush my teeth, I'm going to wash my face. So on my mirror, I have scripture written yes. of like reminding me who God is, um, just affirming things in my life. Uh, I'm going to drive to work. I have something on my dash. Like, uh, just keeping scripture to where just the renewing of my mind, just keeping that in front of myself where I can just preach to myself. And let's be real, we all have. Our phones, we're sitting here with our phones. You, you're probably watching this on your phone. Like where, like, hey, put scripture on your screen lock where you can yeah. just like, because we, we, we all know like Sunday, like there's nothing like gathering together, or worshiping with God's church, lifting up his name, ha- having a message that challenges us. But Monday gets here fast. Yes, and when Monday gets here, when life is in front of our faces and we're out in the, I'm going to call it the real world. When you're out in the world. When life happens. Around, when life happens, like you need, you need that. And I think it's just wise to place God's word and those things around you because, like, when you're going to need it, you can go cling to it. Yeah. Because we all, we all have different triggers. We all have different things that we, like, walk through. And just, like, God's word just is just full of whatever you need it is. Yeah. Wherever you're at, it is. And just being wise and placing it around yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: this weekend, we're getting ready to kick into week two. ...of our series unique, Identity Theft. Do you want to yeah. give us just like a little a little snippet? Because we won't let the cat out of the bag, but a little snippet of what to expect.
1: Yeah, um, you know, the enemy is, uh, the Bible says, he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he wants to steal our God-given identity. Yeah. And there's a great story in the Bible um, that we're going to share this weekend and, and talk about identity theft... And we yeah. see it, you know, in our world where that's, that happens to us. People steal our identity. Somehow they get our driver's license, our bank account numbers, and all of a sudden, I mean, they get our um, security numbers. So security <laughs> numbers. Yes. They, you see people recreate our, our um, social, social media you know, platforms. Cat, cat yeah Catfishing. Yeah, cat catfishing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all that kind of crazy stuff. But, you know, the enemy does that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And he wants to steal who we are in Christ. And so yeah. that's what we're going to talk about.
0: I'm excited for this weekend. Well, one thing we didn't talk about that I skipped right over is really one of the greatest reasons we gathered together. We had four people respond to the gospel this past weekend. Woo! And that's just something that's to celebrate because yeah, that, yes. that's, that's why we gather. Like, we, yeah, because we can't talk about like being unique yeah. and not giving people the opportunity to come face to face with the yeah. one who made them that. Oh, man. Yeah how beautiful that is. is Journey family, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation, and we can't wait to see you at a campus or online at 10 a.m. this week.